Hello, and welcome to episode 62 of the Read Between Podcast, the improvised storytelling podcast where we take the internet's weirdest suggestions, turn them into weird, wacky, and crazy stories through the power of improv. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan. Um, I'm your other co-host, Lynn. I was also drinking water. <sighs> what have I told you about drinking water to start the podcast? You know, you know a girl's throat is a little scratchy. You know how that sounds on the audio when they can't hear you drinking water? You want to hear me drink water? No, I'm saying... Don't, I don't think anybody wants to hear that. That no, sounds nasty. No, that's fine. So I I appreciate you moving away from the microphone to drink your water. ASMR is cool, but the whole like food ASMR shit, no. What do you mean? I can't do it because my voice just got like messed up. So... Supposed to be really soft. This was on way better mics than what we have. Don't do the mouth noise. That's disgusting. (laughs) What did I just say? Regular ASMR is awesome, but the mouth noises and the eating can fuck right off. (laughs) Well, yeah, so this podcast is not ASMR, uh, but this is an improvised storytelling podcast, which you already know that. You've listened to the show before. You probably listened to the show before. Hopefully. If you haven't, that intro was probably very confusing to you, and you're probably wondering, what is this fucking show? Probably like, that girl's annoying. She just screamed in my ear. Yeah. I mean, I, I, scream, in the, I scream in these people's ears all the time, so yeah. it's not really that you're different. You're a screamer. <laughs> yeah, I'm a screamer in that sense. So, yeah, we, uh, we're episode 62 finally. Uh, we're inching ever closer to the illustrious episode we've been waiting for. Illustrious. Yes, the illustrious. All right. But it won't happen until season two, unfortunately. It'll be the second episode of season two. Wait, you know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. Episode 69. Oh. <laughs> okay. I was confused. We just did a bunch of like openings. We for, did. Yeah. For future episodes. Yes. So. So she's like, the numbers are all over the so place. I'm like, what does he mean? Wait, what, num- Is he what, t- what do you mean season two? I it, thought this was season two. Basi- I'm confused. Basically, Lynn is Lynn. I want to just also, before you start pointing fingers. No, I wasn't. P- we just finished recording the last two the intros for the last two episodes yes. of this season yes in which you called this season season two which yes and then you said it's the second episode in season two bitch what you oh, mean damn it. wow okay so is this season one or is this season two no this is season two i just wow i that yeah w- that's right that was a freudian slip Freudian that... slips are more like when you call your teacher mom. Oh, okay. So it's not a Freudian slip. It's just a fuck up slip. Yeah, you <laughs> got it. Okay, you're, you're just fucking up. Yeah, basically, I just yeah. I just slid on a piece of ice and cracked my neck open Ooh, or something. Okay, not that's that not what bad. I meant. I meant that's, like that's like murder. That is, yeah, that's death. That's what am I talking about? I should just shut up. All right. So you all know what the you know you all know what the point is here. Hopefully. <laughs> so this is an improvised storytelling podcast. What we're gonna do here today is Lynn is gonna go to the subreddit on Reddit called Not the Onion, which has a bunch of headlines and articles that you would think would show up on the onion because they're so crazy but they're actually real so she's going to pick a few headlines uh we're going to talk talk about them and then we're going to pick one to improvise a story behind so lynn what do you have today hey evan guess what what i'm prepared this episode so normally how this goes is that once you start saying what we do in the first half of the episode that's when i open up reddit and type in not the onion (laughs) and then i furiously scroll 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 but I actually scrolled while we were recording those other intros. Cool. So, so you weren't paying have... attention when we were doing other work. You, you mostly <laughs> talk through it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, I have three okay. lined up for you. All right, cool. 
Number one, man finds mint condition in and out burger on NYC Street. Ah, yes. I've You heard about that? I've heard about this and I've kind of followed up on it a little bit. I saw there was that there a, was an update. There was a Vice article about it that like kind of detailed everything behind it. Yeah. It it's was in Queens. It's ve- it's a very much an innocent story, which is like but it's it was such it was so funny to like see that on Instagram and be like how the fuck did that up end up there? Right. It was just so weird and so out of place. Um, for those who may be out of, like, who are not in America, you probably don't even, you might not know what In-N-Out Burger is. Yeah. And again, um, this episode is airing uh, a couple weeks after this actually happened. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, because the article appeared on Reddit like a day ago. Yeah. But um, In-N-Out is a very popular burger chain out in, on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. So it's not an East Coast thing where yeah. we're based. So, you know, it's it's weird. It would be like finding a wall burger in LA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Only or be like finding a Wawa sandwich in there California. There you go. That's that's a better one because wall burger no, no one yeah. no one eats wall burgers. Yeah, it's like finding a but Wawa finding sandwich. Finding like a Wawa hoagie in on the str- finding a Wawa hoagie in the middle of Sunset Boulevard in California. In mint condition. In mint condition, like perfectly wrapped with the hoagie fest. Yeah. Like and it's wrapping. like not gross looking or yeah, anything. Yeah, exactly. So it's like crazy. Yeah. Um for those who were like, why is that so special? Yeah. That's why. Um, so next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, mishap leaves two-year-old Missouri girl with cake saying, happy birthday, loser. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think there's a video of it, too. And oh, I gosh. think she's crying in the video. Which <laughs> oh, like, that, that's sad. But it's, but it's also <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> It's sad, but also like I, <laughs> I'd, hate, I like I'd hate to be the I'd hate to be the manager of that grocery store, cake shop, whatever that has to deal with the mother coming back. Oh, really? Because if I was the mom, I would laugh oh, my I'd, ass off. I would be like, I know this was a mistake, but it was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I would take the cake and just die. Yeah, that would be. That'd oh, be man. great. I um, wonder what the circumstances were behind that. Yeah, I wonder if like her name. I don't know what name sounds like loser. <laughs> like maybe Louise. Maybe I don't know. If, like you really aren't paying attention. Well, maybe we have to. Maybe we'll have to tell the story behind it. Um, and then the last one. Uh huh. Five guys arrested after fist fight at Five Guys. Nice. Yes, I saw this headline too, but I have no idea what the background is of that. I don't know either. Like how? It's it's the top yeah. post on the Reddit page. Like fight. How do like what? That's an uneven fight though. Like, are they like, are they all fighting each other like a battle royal style, or is it like three v two or four v one? There was one burger left. <laughs> Five guys enter, one man leaves with burger. With burger. <laughs> That's ooh. You know what? I actually kind of, I actually like that. You like that little scenario? I, li- we set I up? like that little scenario. That little dystopia. And I, yeah. As much as I like the happy birthday loser, I think this one could be <laughs> could be very interesting. So okay. let's go with that one. Let's go with the five guys arrested at the five guys. All right. Sounds good. So a lot of people know five guys as the burger chain, the very popular burger chain that's mm-hmm. kind of exploded all over America. Um, mm-hmm. What people don't know about five guys um, is that late at night it, when five guys is closed and everything's, you know, cleaned up inside in the basement of all five guys restaurants in America, they, there is a, there's an underground fight club called fight guys i was just about yes you're you and i are on the same way we've been on the same wavelength we were on the last two days yes so this is perfect yes this underground fight club (laughs) at five guys called fight guys (laughs) now the thing is it's you know it's not your normal like it's think the movie fight club where you have these people that are just like normal everyday folks that are you know you know they just need to let out aggression Mm. but the thing is 
this is not your normal fight club outside of that. Like, it's got the same kind of people you would think that, like, the mild manner people that just need to let out some aggression. Right. But they're not fighting each other. They're fighting, they're fighting burgers. What? Like sentient burgers? No. They're, they're fighting giant hamburgers. Like, what? Okay. So here, here's what, here's what happens. Okay. At the end of the shift, a guy, a, the lead chef at a Five Guys, he will build. They're all named Maurice. They're all named Maurice. Maurice around the country will build what's called what will build what's called the boxable burger. Now, this boxable burger is this is the size of like your normal like heavy bag. It's a huge it's a huge bag that like is just made entirely of meat. And with this bag that they made entirely of meat. All they're doing is they're all just trying to step up and see how quickly somebody can can break this thing in half because this is a heavy heavy bag of meat and they like overcook it a little bit to make it like leathery right it's like it's like a well done burger yeah, and right. if you've ever had a well done burger from a restaurant like Five Guys dry as hell I think it's dry as hell and tough as shit that mm-hmm. thing's not moving no. so so this Fight Club was all about guys just trying to test their strength to see. You know, how quickly, how, see if anybody can actually do it. And for years, all across the country, this, uh, this, um, uh, this fight, this fight guys club has been going on and not one person has split the bag. Not one person has split the beef is mm-hmm. what the splitting the beef is what they call the, the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. Splitting the beef. Nobody has split the beef. No one can split that beef no. open wide. No. And, and, and the interesting thing is the, the club, I mean, there's people that are in the know. Like, we're, we're in the know about this, but mm. there's a lot of people that don't know about it. And it's probably going to get out now because of this podcast. But, but oh, yeah. Crap, it's, we're going to get hunted down. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get hunted down. We can't ever go to Five Guys again. Yeah, so so the, the big problem has come in recent years with just people, you know, thinking they're, thinking they're hot shit and can just take this challenge on. Mm. So... Anymore, you've got people that are just, you know, finding out about this from their friends or their buddies that are into it, and they end up going down there and they see what they see what's up, and they're like, "Oh, I can do this." But there's there's the guys, there's the real uh, fight guys loyalists that are there every week, grinding and grinding, punching that meat, punching that meat, beating that meat every week. What? What's what's so funny? Nothing. They're fighting meat. What, uh-huh. are, what are you talking about? Uh huh. So they're beating that meat every week. Yeah, you just want to say that. No. Yeah. No, it. I'm talking about fighting a bag of meat. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, you got these, you got these jokesters coming in here, thinking, "Oh, I can, I can be, I can break this meat in half." And I can beat that meat so hard. What? I didn't say it. I didn't say it. You said it. I did. Um. So yeah, you you just get these losers, these these like regular old Tom like Dick and Harrys coming out. Kids. Yeah. yeah. That like have never have never had a fight in their never been in a fight in their life, but you know they're like, oh my metabolism's so good, I bet I can beat up this burger and not get fat. Huh? I can eat three uh, Five Guys burgers in one day, and look at that, I still got abs. Yeah, well, and this this specific incident that we've heard this headline about, where the Five Guys fought at Five Guys, mm. it actually happened at a Five Guys in Los Angeles. It was a Five Guys um, in a strip mall in the suburb of Los Angeles. You okay. know. Any, you know, normal, unassuming five guys, you know, it's in a strip mall. There's a GameStop nearby. There's a Panera. There's, you know, all these like other, you know, little restaurants nearby. But, you know, five guys are just there. It's in its own little corner of the of the strip mall. And uh, and yeah, it was one. It was a Thursday night. 
you know it was it was a light night for fight guys you know they had you know they don't they didn't have their regular crew but one of their regulars was uh was talking to one of his buddies and his buddy you know his buddy let, let's for the sake of anonymity let's call him chad let's call him chad he would be there <laughs> so so chad chad decided to came decide to come with his friend brad Brad is a well-known, well-known purveyor of that uh, fight guys. Brad would be there too. Brad, Brad would be there, but Brad's Brad's a known figure. Mm. Brad has been trying for the last three years to split that meat. Mm. He's you know every week coming down there, wrapping his hands, just beating his meat so hard. And you know the the interesting thing is everybody's got their own strategy mm-hmm. when they're punching this meat bag. You know some people think they need to lubricate their hands a little bit. So they'll put some mustard or they'll put some ketchup on it, maybe even some barbecue sauce or hot mm-hmm. sauce. One guy does peanut butter. Yeah, which is which is an interesting choice because you think that's like that'd be like too goopy, but too like overpowering. Right. Yeah. But actually, you know, the the fats in peanut butter are actually it's it gives you some extra strength in your hand. It's right. some extra, you know, it's some extra force behind those punches. So mm-hmm. it's actually a good strategy. Mm-hmm. Um people have even, you know, gone as far as, you know, wrapping fried eggs around their hands. You know, that gets messy. It gets messy, but also, you know, you punch the yolk breaks and it gets and it gets the meat a little wet. So when you're punching that one spot, it's a little bit more it, like it's, bouncy. And yeah, it's a little bit more moist and easier to punch through mm. instead of this hard, dry meat. Mm. We're really trying to sell the fact that this <laughs> you're trying There's to punch through a piece of meat. Big old boxy, leathery meat. Big old boxy, leathery meat. But, you know, Brad, Brad has, you know, come every week. He's not he's trying to do this all natural. You know, he's, he gets the, he gets the meat bag set up and he's just, you know, he wraps his hands, wraps his hands and he, he puts, he puts a sesame seed on each knuckle, you mm. know, for good luck. He does that every, every week. Sesame How does seed. he get it to stick? So that it's like it, his, his wrist tape or his uh, like tape on his hands mm. is sort of like double-sided tape. So it's a little oh, sticky. Okay. So like he can put like, he can put, um, he can put little sesame seeds on each one. I like it. Um, and he actually writes on um on each of his um on each of his knuckles mm. his one knuckle um his one knuckle says beef b e e f or mm-hmm. his one hand says beef across the knuckles mm-hmm. and the other one says fight f i t e so mm. beef fight or fight beef depending on how he puts his hands oh okay that's only when he's fighting though you know outside outside of fight guys he's a normal you know yeah. everyday accountant you know mm-hmm. he works in an office mm-hmm. you know very quiet guy but when he's when he's down in fight guys, he's he's in the zone. Totally different animal. Totally, di- seriously, a totally different animal. Mm. Um, and so Maurice, the Maurice that runs this fight guys, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's there this night when Brad brings Chad with him, and Chad walks in. He's like, "Sup? You know, I see this. Uh, oh, look at this bag of meat. I could probably, I could eat this whole thing." <laughs> and then Maurice comes up to Brad and is like, "Brad, what do we tell you about bringing bringing people down here?" You know the rules. You know the first rule about about fight guys. Don't bring your dumbass friends to fight guys. Look, he just really wanted to come. He wouldn't stop asking, and then he said that he would just follow me anyway. So like, he said he wasn't. He said he wasn't going to do any dumb shit. You know. Yeah. Well, Brad, look, look, look at this Chad. 
and and he's and you look at the and you look off to the corner and Chad's just over near the the heavy bag and he's like, hey Brad, look, I got I got two bones in my hands. What if I put around this whole thing? And he's like, he's like trying to lick the the people have already punched it that day too. Yeah, so like it definitely tasted like human. Yeah, it definitely you know some guys didn't wrap their hands, so it definitely just tasted like sweat. Big, big sweaty man. Big sweaty man with some ketchup and peanut butter all over it. Yep. But you know that bag, that bag was barely budging. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but this day Brad was like, "Look, I'm not gonna let Chad, you know, get in my way. I've been, I've been doing this for three years, and I think I've finally perfected, perfected the method to break this meat bag." Mm. And basically, what Brad, de- what Brad decided, and what he thought about was, basically, he figured out you have to find the weak, the weakest spot mm. of the beef, mm-hmm. which it's the bottom, it's the bottom of the bag. That's where all the like moisture goes. Exactly, and you know, all the fat drips to the bottom and everything right. like that. There's always a big pool of just a big pool of just fat at the at the bottom, just yeah. dripping all day. So he's decided he's going to take a very unorthodox approach. Hmm. He's gonna he's gonna go bottom up on this meat bag. So he's gonna okay. he's gonna like lay on the floor, and just just imagine like you're you're in a boxing gym and you're laying underneath a heavy bag and your hands are positioned right underneath it. And you're just you're just punching up, up on this meat bag. That sounds like somebody else at that gym is filming you and then putting it on Facebook. But you know, but this was this was a strategy nobody thought of. Mm. You know, Brad's an accountant. Brad went to school, but he also he also in his free time, you know, really dives deep into the science of beef. Yeah. You know, when he's when he's on his breaks at work, you know, and when he he'll minimize a window in Excel to open up a, a YouTube window where he's looking at the science of beef and how mm-hmm. how the properties of how it's you know when it's cooked, mm-hmm. you know how it can you know be manipulated and things like that. Mm-hmm. And he and he figured out you know all the moisture travels to the bottom of this beef. If I start from there at the weakest moistest point, I can just break right through it. Go right up in that beef. Yeah. And so, and so everybody else took their turns. Nobody else really thought about this strategy. So all the other guys that were there, you know, I think, um, Terry, one of the locals, he was, a, he's a local regular that's there all the time. He was there. He gave it his best shot he couldn't, he couldn't get anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. Um, Barry, the peanut butter man was there as well. Got PB his, and Barry. Am PB I right? and Barry. Yep. He was there and got his shot. But again, to no avail just mm. ended up covering the whole thing in peanut butter yeah like and, he does every week yeah and then it was and then it was brad's turn and at that point brad he he got up he shook himself off he got the sesame seeds on his on his knuckles mm. he put beef fight on his knuckles you know was ready to go doing some shadow boxing before he got there yeah and everybody was like everybody's seen brad there before and everybody you know everybody likes brad everybody thinks brad's He's a cool guy well respected dude yeah and so, and when they see Brad like lay on the floor, and like have his fist positioned right underneath the meat his bag, back just right in that fat that yep. pulled on the floor. Yeah, everybody's like, "What? What the fuck are you doing?" And Brad just like, "Don't worry, I got this." And then, um, and at this point, Brad just starts punching like he's just going full force punches straight up on this heavy meat bag. You know what it looks like? It looked like that scene in Kill Bill where Uma Thurman is um, buried under. Oh, spoilers! I guess if you've never seen <laughs> for Kill this Bill. ten for this fifteen year old um, movie, I think it's actually technically Kill Bill two, volume two, where she's buried underground in a coffin. Oh yeah, and yeah. she's like just beating, punching him. her coffin and yeah. getting out. That's what it looked like. Yeah, just really vicious punches straight mm-hmm. up into this bag of meat, mm-hmm. and he's just p- 
punching and punching and punching and punching. And at first it doesn't look like it's going to give. But slowly but surely, you see some you see some juice falling out. Now, granted, he's wearing like a white t-shirt and jeans. So yeah, because he this, wants all of that splatter to be his all glory. This, all this splatter is just getting all over him. Mm-hmm. But you can see... You can see the cracks starting to form in the bottom of the bag, which nobody has ever done before. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, holy shit, he's going to do this. He's going to break through this bag. And you just keep punching and punching. All the while, his buddy Chad is in, is just in the corner like, this guy, my pff, Brad's, Brad's nothing. It's, I could do that in my sleep. You know? I could eat this whole thing today. I could eat this whole thing like right now. Like I bet you, I could just walk. I could just unhinge my jaw and go. Oh. I could just walk right over there and just eat that whole thing. Like, duh. Duh. Can't any of you guys do that? You guys are just a bunch of cucks. And then, <laughs> and then at that point, Brad, Brad, just keep punching, and you see the cracks starting to form in the bottom of the bag. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Chad's like, "You know what? I'm I'm hungry. I need something to eat." And at that point, Chad starts walking over to the bag, and Brad kind of sees him out of the corner of his eye. He looks over. He's like, "What are you doing?" Chad's like, "I'm just hungry. I'm just gonna take a little bite." And with that, Chad goes over and just ha- unhinges his jaw and just bites a giant chunk out of the bag. So, if this is a human-sized bag, mm-hmm. how big is the chunk? Would it take out like a shoulder? Uh, yeah, probably. Like, think, probably think like the size of an elbow. He, ah, like he took that. Like he took that size Ew. chunk out. Ew, Chad. Pretty big chunk. Um. But with this, I mean, it left the whole room aghast. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, what the fuck did this guy just do? Brad And Brad was so close. Brad was so close to breaking the bottom of that meat bag. He was so close to, f- to fight Guy's glory. And it was just ripped from his hands. Ripped from his hands at the hands of his idiot friend, Chad. And so, so Brad stood up. Now covered in fat and grease and five guys. Mm-hmm. And at one point, this smell would be like the smell of adrenaline for him. Mm-hmm. But now he just feels disgusted and he wants to shower. And and at that point, everybody else in the room is starting to get like really pissed off. They're like, why would you bring this fucking outsider in here? You know, uh, Barry, the Barry, the peanut butter guy, peanut butter and Barry was re- peanut butter and Barry was really pissed. And Maurice, even so, was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, why? Why would you bring him here? You Why would you bring him here if you knew he was going to do this? And Brad's just like, look. He wanted to come here. He wanted to see what it was about. I wasn't expecting him to do any of that shit, okay? Um, Brad, this was just too much for Brad. Mm-hmm. He was getting overwhelmed. Um, a lot of people were jumping down his throat, when, mm-hmm. and his friend is just laughing about it with just He's, like a, fi- a mouthful of food. And he continues to take bites out of the yeah. burger bag. So what does Brad do? Um, the most obvious thing. He just punches his friend square in the jaw. Yep, he, he gives Chad a good old one-two. Burger flies everywhere. And then Brad turns back over to this punching bag, this meat bag, and just punches it and punches it and punches it. His punches are like 20 times as hard now. Mm-hmm. He cracks this thing open in like two seconds. Yeah. And then he grabs Chad from off the floor, fucking stuffs him in that meat bag, and continues to punch. <laughs> and, and at that point, you just hear Chad on the inside just like, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? Man, man? this burger doesn't oh. feel good anymore, man. I feel sick. And then, uh, and then finally, at one point, Brad just takes one one good punch and punches the top of the bag and just knocks it off of the knocks it off of the rack, and he just flies over across the room. And he, l- he turns around. Room is speechless. These guys are like, "Holy shit!" And he turns to all of his fight guys and he goes, 
how do you guys like your burger cooked? And at that, and then at that point, Chad miraculously stumbles out of the beef and is just like, you know what? I just came here to just try to have a good fucking time. You'd be an asshole about it because I'm just trying to have fun. The fuck is your problem, man? Brad cuts him off immediately and goes, fuck you, Chad. And at that point, and then Chad's like, you know what? No, this place is fucking stupid. You got this guy here who's got peanut butter all over his hands. You got a guy here who just, why did he spend all day making this stupid burger bag? What the hell is wrong with this guy? And then you just got all these other people here. They're just punching meat. What the fuck is that? At that point, everybody's just in a fervor. Everybody's like, who are you to come in here and say all this shit about us? What What's your problem? And and Brad's like, look, everybody calm down. And they're all like, no, you shut the fuck up. Your friend's being an asshole. And at this point, you got Maurice. You got Chad. Mm. You got Barry. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Maurice, Chad, Brad, Barry. And you've also got, uh, what was his name? Terry. Terry was the other guy. There was another guy. There was another guy there. that was Sure, there. Terry. Yeah, you got Terry there. These five guys are just going at it. They're all just like... They're all circling around this bag, looking at one another, just like, I'm going to fuck you up. No, I'm going to fuck you up. And Chad, and and at some point, you know, all of a sudden, all the commotion, because Chad, when he came in, he left the door open to the basement, mm. and all the commotion could be heard. And there were people still walking around the strip mall, you know, even after the five guys closed. Yeah, a bunch of mall rats. Yeah, and somebody heard it and was like, what the fuck is going on here? And then they heard, like, the sound of punching, and then they called the cops. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, as they were all circling each other, trying to getting ready to beat each other up, you hear the you hear the police sirens pull up outside. Woo! And it's just like, all right, whatever's going on down there, come out here with your hands up. And uh, and with that, all of them are like, we're not done with this. So all five of them, you know, come up the stairs. They're all facing each other. They're all looking back and forth at one another, mm-hmm. ready to beat each other up as they're coming up the stairs and out the front entrance of the five guys. And the police are there. They're like, all right, everybody, put your hands up. They're like, no, all five of them just in unison are like, no. Cops are like, gentlemen, you got to put your hands up so we can see what you're doing. And they're like, no. What we have to do is slam down. And then they just start beating on each other. They all just start beating the shit out of one another. Beating each other's meats. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Barry, uh, uh, peanut butter and Barry, he just ends up at some point stepping out of the fray and just throwing peanut butter at the cops Mm -hmm. because he's just like, I'm not going to jail again. Uh, he <laughs> that will certainly land you in jail. Yeah, peanut butter and Barry. But uh, but he he laid enough of a of a trail of peanut butter that the cops just ended up slipping on it whenever they tried to chase him. So mm. so Barry was able to get away. Uh, Terry he just he just relented because he he's the guy that nobody really knows about. I mean, granted, we didn't. He, he was the fifth guy we talked about, mm. you know, and we didn't even talk about. Everyone him until, forgot about him. Yeah, including us. Uh, Maurice was like, look, I got to keep this job. So Maurice was just like, all right, I'll, I'll, fine, fine, I'll relent, I'll relent, I'm out. And then it's just Brad and Chad just beating the ever-living shit out of each other mm-hmm. until finally, you know, Chad Chad was down. Chad was, like, really down. Like, collapsed pretty much, like, unconscious. Yeah. Chad was, like, a bloody mess. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, then, and then Brad finally looked at him and was like, well, how do you, how do you feel about your burgers now, asshole? I mean, I threw up everything in my stomach so I could, I could eat a burger. And at that point, Brad looks at Brad looks at Chad, gives him one final look, and gives him one more punch square to the jaw, and then turns to the officers and say and says, "Your order's been served." And he walks away. Yeah, they were like, "We're not fucking with that guy." And so, uh, 
So they they eventually ended up arresting Brad because I mean he did he did walk away he, from a like crime assault scene. And yeah, yeah, he he failed yeah. to comply. Yeah, Chad Chad did file Chad did file assault charges. Mm-hmm. So all five men were arrested for their part in the underground uh, fight guys ring. Mm-hmm. But uh, but all of them were able to you know continue their normal lives and uh, and now to this day now that somebody has completed the challenge of splitting the meat bag in half, N- nobody ever beat their meat ever again. Yeah. Not enough. Not under five guys. Watch anyway. Not under five guys anyway. No, it was done in secret. Yes. Considered a sin. Yes. You you beat your meat. Your hands will grow hairy. The end. <laughs> 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 and end that on a positive message and uh, and a life lesson for all you children yeah, out there. Yeah, there you go. And if you're a child listening to this, What's where's your, your mother? <laughs> why did your mother let you listen to this podcast? It's marked as explicit on Apple Podcasts. It is. Why are you listening? Gotta be 18 or older. Yes. Well, that that was a fun story. That was that, that was very fun. That was fun. That was silly. I yes. love those kind of stories. Yeah. So cool. So uh, so Lynn, where can people find you on the internet if they want to check you out? That was me yawning. That's okay. We're doing this later than normal. Yes. Go to Twitter and Lynn A Y N N E L N N. Give me a good old follow, and uh, we'll be friends forever. Cool. Thank you. Cool. And you can find me on Twitter at E underscore Williamson 93. You can follow the show on social media on Twitter at ReadBetweenCast, on Instagram at ReadBetweenCast, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash ReadBetweenCast. The show airs every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, pretty much any fine podcast streaming service. Just search for the Read Between Podcast, look for the red RB banner, and you will find us there. So that's going to do it for this week's episode, episode 60, 60, 62, 62. Yes. Episode 62. I know numbers. We're episode 62 right now. Who says I'm right? (laughs) But uh, thank Nevertheless, whatever episode number this is, I'm pretty sure it's 62. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you guys next week. Have a great week. Bye.